0: Hello, everyone. Thank you again for joining Dorsey Ross on this episode of The Dorsey Ross Show. In this episode, Dorsey interviews another special guest that will give you hope and inspire you.
1: everyone. Thank you again for joining me on another episode of the Ross Show. Today we have a special guest with us, as all of our guests are special, and today we have Sean Harper, who is a former NFL offensive lineman who played a total of seven seasons with the Rams, the Oilers, the Colts, and NFL Europe. Since 2004, he has owned and operates American Services and Protection, which is a multimillion-dollar security services firm headed in Columbus, Ohio. His journey from the grit and sweat of the NFL locker room to the corporate culture of the boardroom proved that he could win in both roles by using many of the same principles and strategies Sean, thank you so much for joining me on the show today.
0: You know, thanks for having me. Let's have fun today. Let's win and let's be informative. Absolutely. Why not? So yeah.
1: Share with us a little bit about your testimony.
0: Yeah. So it's, um, you know, it, like you mentioned, I played about seven years professional football and I've traveled, you know, extensively with and without football. I've had great opportunities, great teams like the Rams and the Colts and over in NFL Europe. Um, as well as just uh, being in, in a, a current business owner of American Services and Protection uh, out of Columbus, Ohio. But my really passion or my real passion is being able to speak, being able to just pour into people. I believe that people are the greatest resource because when you invest in people, it has the potential of reaping generations of dividends. I love being a blessing to people. I love pouring into people and I love helping people win. From the locker room to the boardroom,
1: absolutely, and that you know part of the reason what I do is to you know pour into people and to encourage yeah. people as well. What are some of the um adversities that you have faced? Oh wow, in your life and how have you overcome those adversities?
0: Yeah, so being being documented with you know four to five learning disabilities, uh, you know the ad the, the adversity of Poverty, uh, anger issues, you no know, being kicked out of you know a couple schools for disciplinary issues, leaving high school with a one point six two accumulative GPA. Um, a lot of them might not have been physical, but I tell you what, the mental and psychological scars were just so deep, and you know, they cut deep, extremely immense, very painful. Okay. But I was able to overcome that once I realized at the core of who I am, the core of who I am, is I'm a winner. And once I begin to lock in the fact that I'm a winner, then I begin to create winning responses. And so that right there has been the secret to the sauce. The secret game is that knowing that I am a winner and I've been here and I'm chosen to be here for a season and I'm chosen to be here for a reason. You know, like as a game, you play to win. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: How do you, with your learning disabilities and all that you have had to overcome, mm-hmm. how did you decide to, you know, say, you know what, I don't care what nobody says, I don't care what right. anybody tells me, I'm going yeah. to become a professional NFL yeah. football player?
0: Start, Yeah, yeah. It started once I made the decision that, you know what, I might not be successful, but I can win, Right. And I know it sounds kind of cliche-ish, but it's just that once I've decided that I'm a winner, that I'm a born winner, now I'm focusing on the fact that I'm a born winner. And now I'm manifesting winning opportunities. Because if you change your focus, you can change your life. And you know what? I don't know if you're recording the video as well. But I'm so fired up. I'm leaning all up into this camera right now. <laughs> I need to back up a bit, right? But yeah, it's so uh, knowing that you know I, you know, born for a season. I'm born for you know reason. I'm a winner. Once you make that switch, then you begin to see winning opportunities, attract winning opportunities in your life. You are a winner, and now you begin to draw them towards you. So here's how it works. I'm a winner. Well, what? does a winner do? A winner does this, a winner does this, and a winner does that. Great. You're doing that. Why? Because you're a winner. Well, what does a winner do? A winner does this, a winner does this, and a winner is not afraid to walk alone. A winner is not afraid to be embarrassed. A winner is here to win. That's what a winner does. Great. So Once you repeat that over and over again, you begin to uh, uh, notice, then you begin to attract winning opportunities because that wheel, that wheel starts to turn. That wheel starts to turn, and now you're attracting and you're manifesting the win in your life. And that is the secret. It works against you, though. I'm a failure. Well, why? Because of this, because of this, because of that. Now you begin to attract failure in your life. I'm a winner.
1: What I hear you saying is that we need to manifest the a uh, winning, you know mindset and if we have that winning mindset in our minds we can win.
0: Yes, you will win.
1: We will win. win. Yes. But if we have that losing mindset, we're gonna lose no matter what you know we try to do in our life.
0: Even if even if you experience a measure of success, you will sabotage it and you will find a losing opportunity in that. Yes. What was some of your highlight from your NFL career? You know, but just uh, playing with great teams, you know, just not a lot of highlights being an actual offensive lineman, right? Or at least, you know, you, you, know, you can't really record the highlights. And So my highlights were derived from the success for, from other people. So if my running back got over a thousand yards, that was my highlight. If my quarterback didn't get sacked, that was my highlight. Um, if there was a touchdown, if we won the game, if we won the Super Bowl, then that was my highlight. So yeah, being able to see the success through other people is one of the gems and the qualities of of a of a offensive lineman of any caliber. Whether you started or on the bench, you 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 actually contributed to that success.
1: Right. Who was one of the biggest players on the defenses and wow. that you ever tackled or that you ever had to block?
0: To block. Well, fortunately, uh, one of the biggest was a guy who actually was on our team, so I didn't. Although I didn't play him in the game, I blocked him every day in practice. A big guy named Tony Saragusa, he was humongous. They call him the goose. Uh, But outside of that, there was a guy named Chester McLaughlin. And this guy was huge, and he was strong, and he was unmovable. He was a a pure, unmovable force. And yet that was extremely um, interesting to have to go up against that every single day in practice and then in the games as well.
1: How have you, you know, going now from the NFL to the corporate world, how have you applied what you learned in the NFL to the corporate world and what you do now?
0: So bringing that winning mindset from corporate into the NFL is huge. I mean, bringing that winning mindset from the NFL to corporate is huge. It's everything. Uh, uh, Learning how to win through adversity, learning how to push past, you know, hurts and pangs and Of setbacks and failures, understanding that failure is your friend. You know, failing on the field, failing in the boardroom, failing in corporate America—that's your friend if you let it. If you you know aren't scared of it, walk up to it, have a conversation. Why are you here, failure? Well, I'm here because you didn't prepare properly. Well, I'm here because your numbers were off. Well, I'm here because your estimations of, you know, of your competition is off. You got to adjust your game. Okay, well, thank you, failure. I hope not to see you around. But if I do, I'm going to learn from you again. Treat failure as your friend. And if you do, you will win in the end.
1: The next couple of questions are going to be something that we talked about a little bit earlier. And maybe we've, you know, gone over that already. So if we can, we can just, you know, edit this. But is there a difference between winning and success? And what is oh, yeah. that difference?
0: Huge, huge difference. You see, in 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 my opinion, we are created to win. We're born winners. You know, our entire life has centered, you know, around that. At an early age, the games that we play the win. You know, this is what I want, mommy. I want the cookie. Well, no. Well, you know what? Not having a cookie is not a win for me, and I'm going to cry. Okay, everything is built around that. The games, hide and seek. You know, racing in the street. You know, these are win games. Or in the third or fourth grade we're taught another concept and that concept called success and you know in order to you know to be successful you have to make a certain amount of money live in a certain subdivision you know, this is success and we're not created to be successful we we are we are created to win winning winning is the fullest expression of who you are mentally socially economically physically and legacy success tends to focus on, well, obviously financially, but success tends to focus on financial status, now likes and social media. That dictates popularity. That dictates success. And that could be further from the truth. You could be great and popular have a lot of money and have horrible relationships in your life. You're failing in that area. You got to push them all at the same time. You got to put them in order and push them all at the same time.
1: Why do you think people want to be successful but not look at being a winner.
0: Because it's been marketed to us ever since like the third or fourth grade. By the time you find out that Santa Claus is not real, you know, they put the big shiny, you know, object in your face and said, this is what you have to do to have it. You know, the media, you know, it, it, our schools, we teach that, you know, at every graduation I've ever spoke at, everyone, The person says, you're going to do great in life and be successful. You know, it's like it's it's there, and there and and we're taught success comes a lot through occupation, and occupation comes through obviously good grades in college.
1: In the sports world, can you be a winner and at the same time not be a successful athlete?
0: Oh yeah, you can be a winner and not be a successful person. Like, uh, let me give you an example. There are a number of artists, musicians. You know, painters, which is artists, I'm sorry. When they were living, they were despised. You know, I think Picasso was, if I'm not mistaken. But there are painters that people didn't even know about. They didn't care about their work when they were alive, but yet they won. And the and the manifestation of that win is now everyone wants to have that painting. Or what about the parent who's like, you know what, winning is. Being here working hard every single day for my kids. And that person is working hard, he or she, you know, they've sacrificed their life, but now look at their kids. Their kids are, you know, extremely successful, they're popular, they're powerful. That's the win. It's the win deferred, but it's still the win. And so you have to look at it a little bit different. Success teaches you to produce, winning teaches you to reproduce. And there's a big difference. What are you leaving on the ground? What are you leaving behind? What are you paying life forward with? That, to me, is the win.
1: Yeah. It's a really interesting question I just had in my mind. You know, you talk about winning and people win- and winning and having a winning lifestyle. What do you think about, you know, we'll talk about football for another minute. You know, let's talk about um, Tom Brady. You know, he called the GOAT the greatest of all time, and you're shaking your head, maybe maybe you know where I'm going with with this. And he has, you know, some labels on him, you know, because of some of the things that are said about him in a bad way, you you know, sometimes with, you know, deflating the football and all this stuff. Do you think that he should still be called, a winner will be called the greatest of all time because of that.
0: He is the greatest of all time. Okay. Tom Brady is the greatest of all time for this reason in my book. You go from the New England Patriots, you leave that team. You go to another organization, 11 players on offense, 11 players on defense. This is not basketball. You got five guys on the court. You got 11 on offense, 11 on defense, 11 on special teams. You got to win those three areas a lot to get to the Super Bowl and win. Then you got you got the same coaching staff virtually. You get the same cheerleaders probably virtually. You get the same everything, the same ticket guy, the same fans, and you take that team that didn't make the playoffs last year and you take them to the Super Bowl and win? That that's a whole new at 43 years old. Come on, man. <laughs> Nah, he's the greatest. That's like that's a whole new different level of leadership. You are the great. You take the same players, except you add about two or three players, and you take the same players that didn't make the playoffs one year, and you win the next year. Right? He's the greatest. Okay, you're the greatest. Period.
1: What made you go into the corporate world?
0: You know what it it, it, it was. It was. Uh, Having ownership in a company, I was like a silent owner and my partner was leaving. So I had to, you know, just man up, stand up and take the business over. And that's exactly what I did. And we've been successful and we're running it, winning ever since. A lot of obstacles, a lot of challenges, but we're winning. We're winning. Yeah.
1: Before we go here, what advice would you give to people listening?
0: Yeah. So adversity Adversity can break you, but it also can make you a record breaker. You will have setbacks. You will fail. You will lose. But when you get knocked down, when you get knocked down, if you can look up, baby, you can get up, keep going, keep fighting. I always say, get back on the bike. You learn how to ride the bike by falling off. You get back on the bike and you keep paddling and you keep winning. That's how you win.
1: Thank you. Is there a way for people to you know yeah. contact you yeah. to have them yeah. come you know to have you
0: come and speak at an event? Seanharper.org is my website and uh Sean Sean Harper speaker on Instagram. Okay. Best way to get in contact with me. Yep.
1: Well, Sean, thank you so much for your time today and for coming on the show and for speaking to us about your life and about your experiences and about winning, you know, encouraging us that we need to keep winning. Yes.
0: Yes. Thank you so much, man. You're awesome. Anytime. Hit me up. We'll win.
1: We'll, We'll do. Well guys, thank you again for joining us for another episode of the Dorsey Ross show. And, you know, be encouraged today to keep winning and to have that, mindset of winning and we can win in this life and we can win in this world. And until next time, have a great day. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you again for joining Dorsey Ross on this episode of The Dorsey Ross Show please like share and tell others about the show. Also, please check out the other podcast episodes. And if you would like donate to this podcast and buy Dorsey a coffee. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you in the next
1: episode.